When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Dramas with your host, Lola. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, everyone, to another episode. And as you can see by the title, we are doing my Little Women First Impressions. And boy, oh boy, was I excited for this one. I have been excited ever since I saw who was going to be in our cast. I am not the most excited for a Little Women adaptation. I feel like it has been done time and time again. But the good thing about this one is that they have told us that it's going to be loosely based off of that. So I'm imagining it as a kind of totally different type of retelling of Little Women. And I am going to view or I'm trying to view the drama as a standalone story separate from its original source material, which everyone knows is Little Women, the novel by um, Louisa May Alcott, um, published in 1868, I believe. So that is basically the source material, but I'm pretty sure they're doing their darndest to kind of stray (laughs) and do something different with it, um, set in Seoul, South Korea. So I won't be kind of comparing the two. That's one of the big things I'll try my best not to do because I want to take it at face value and kind of imagine that it isn't based off of anything and that this is a new story that I've never seen before. That is what I've been doing as I've been watching the first two, you know, after I watched, while I was watching the first two episodes. (laughs) Sorry to hear. Uh, But yeah, so as I try to do with my first impressions, I'm going to give you a quick synopsis about what the drama seems to be about based off of what we have gotten for the first two episodes. And then I'm going to kind of go into the things that this drama after just two episodes kind of left me with. And if the things that it left me with have encouraged me to continue to watch it or have encouraged me to maybe slow my roll and hold off (laughs) on watching it. So that is what this episode will be about today. So let me go ahead and jump into the synopsis. But you know what, before I do the synopsis, I actually want to talk about something else that made me excited about it um, as far as me looking forward to watching this drama. It had to be the director and the writer. Um, We have our um, Kim Hee-won as our director. And if you remember her from last year, at least, she was our Vincenzo champ. Um, And I started off unsure about Vincenzo. It was one that I just wasn't sure about at the beginning and my first impressions from last year, you can listen, I was really concerned about Vincenzo. And then all of a sudden, Vincenzo kind of took over my life and it was a blast. So that is why I'm already like, okay, she was able to convince me um, to stick around for her, Vincenzo. So, you know, I was excited to see her again in this, um, as far as directing this. But another drama that I watched of hers um, is The Crowned Clown. Um, and I absolutely love that drama as well. So I think I have a kind of affinity for our Kim Hee-won as a director. So I was like, you know what? I'm excited for Little Women. 
Another thing that made me excited was the writer. So our screenwriter is actually to me, like I believe she's more of a film director, I mean writer. I've seen her, a lot of her films that she's written, but not so much dramas, I think, because she maybe doesn't have that many. Hmm. But either way, she has done uh, um, films. I am a cyborg, but that's okay. Love it. She's done Sympathy for Lady Vengeance. Oh my gosh, classic. She's also did The Handmaiden. Like, come on, you know, Agashi. So it's just, she's she's one that you gotta support if she's gonna be doing a drama. She's, I think, only did for drama, maybe Mother, I think she's done. I think so. So either way, just was ready. When I heard she was on the she was on the scene for Little Women, I was like, yeah, we're here. We're there. We got to do this. So right off the bat, I came into the first two episodes very biased as in I was I had high expectations. I was really looking forward to this. I was expecting wonders. So that's always risky <laughs> when you're coming into something, you know, don't come in with the rose colored glasses because you never know, you know, but that is something I want to preference with it, that I did come into these first two episodes a little biased and prepared to love it. But did my mind change as I finished those two episodes? That's what we'll talk about in a minute. But first, let's get into a synopsis. So our drama, not at all thinking about the original source material, is based on our three sisters. And we are able to meet from the beginning, Inju, Ojin Inju, Oin Kyung and Oin Hae. Oin Ju is played by Kim Go Un. She is the eldest sister, and she obviously, with her siblings, have grown up um, poor. They have a kind of, I want to say, deadbeat father and mother, <laughs> and she's kind of take on this kind of role of, you know, looking out for her sisters and her family and doing all that she can to provide for them. But she also realizes that. A lot of that has to do with money. You need money to be able to stand up and protect yourself and your family. However, she has always lived without money. But she now as an adult working as a bookkeeper at a kind of big company um, and a divorcee, someone who used to be married and was thinking she was going to be marrying someone who had some money, who ended up being a con artist. She sees how important money actually is. And she doesn't want to value it because she just wants to live an ordinary life. And for her, an ordinary life is having a, having the money to take care of you and your family. And so that's all she wants. But she doesn't want to put money as, you know, the as the fruit of her life as like, this is her main focus, but she knows how important it is. Um, and then we have Oh In Kyung, who is played by Nam Ji Hyung. Oh, amazing. Go Un and Ji Hyun in a drama together. Who thought of this? Genius. Genius. Jean. Yes. Oh my gosh. So good already. Oh, so good already. But Oh In Kyung, our young, our middle sister, she's actually, um, the smart one. She's a really, really smart girl. She is known for her, her, for her mind, for her wits. She's um, a reporter and she's been doing it for a couple of years after coming, I think from like police, some kind of police background, I believe. And she, 
as a reporter, she it's important for her to uncover the truth. That's what she's, she's kind of upright. She's very upstanding. She wants to reveal, you know, always fight for the truth. She wants to do the right thing at all times. That is kind of how she operates. But she, unlike her older sister who, you know, finds the importance of money and how, you know, and, and kind of values it, but also doesn't want to, you know, worship it. She absolutely despises the notion that you have to have money to dictate your life, that money should be allowed to dictate your life. She instead um, has, unlike her her siblings, experienced having money. She at some point in her youth was raised by their great aunt. And during that time, as you know, she was you know smart kid, she got really enthralled into money and the making of money and how money flows and comes in and out of lives. And she you know, realized that she hated it. She hated the idea that money determines the quality of people's lives and things like that. So that is her relationship with money. And again, this is important because this is kind of the whole setup of the story is money. <laughs> um, but something else we find out about her, like for our, for our Inju, she's a divorcee and that of course is looked down upon at a certain age and things like that. And for Inkyunk, we end up finding out that she is an alcoholic. Despite her being this upstanding kind of person who's all about uncovering the truth, she is hiding this huge, huge secret. Wow, who thought, right? Of so the, the kind of dichotomy of this upstanding person also being only able to function by being constantly um, intoxicated is always just like, wow, I love that they were able, they're exploring that. I think it's it was set up so well. Um, and then we have our youngest sibling, and that's O.N.K. She's played by Park Ji-Hoo. I'm very excited to see her in something else after All of Us Are Dead. Um, she did great in that, so I'm excited to see her performance in this drama. But she is our youngest sibling. And I'm going to be honest, in the first two episodes, you don't get to see tons of her. She is there, obviously, but a lot of the kind of major... Um, happenings in the first episode are revolving around our older siblings. And so you really kind of see her in pockets in these first two episodes. So you don't really get to gather her full perspective or her full um, kind of character just yet. However, we do know that she is a high school student at a very, 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 very um, good school, art school. She is a very talented painter. She's an artist. Um, and she um, feels, you can tell, pressure from her siblings um, because they are the ones constantly finding out how they can provide for her and do things for her. And she doesn't like that at the same time because as much as she wants things just like it, the next, you know, teenage girl, she also doesn't want to see her sisters, you know, have to give their blood, sweat, and tears to make that happen for her. So she's kind of conflicted in the terms of money and what it does for her family and for her. So in this kind of synopsis or setup, you we meet these three sisters who all have these varying relationships with money, despite them having kind of a similar background of just growing up poor. They all have these different kind of connections to money. The thing that kind of ties their, their kind of connections to money, <laughs> it ties it to them all getting involved in this kind of big case uh, revolving around a very, very, very rich um, and wealthy kind of famous family in Korea. They all kind of get connected to this family and one go. Like in the first few episodes, they all are connected to this one family and they don't even know that they're each connected to it. And so it's very interesting that they set that up where it's like they're all kind of 
meeting going to be meeting in the middle after coming at it from so many different angles um so i did kind of think that was interesting that they set it up that way but that is kind of the gist of um little woman as we so have been presented in the first two episodes but um i now want to talk a little bit about in detail kind of just my my thoughts my impressions of what they kind of left me with after just two episodes so I don't know if I'm doing this in a like positive, negative kind of thing. I'm just going to start to spell out the things that I'm thinking of as I think of them. So one of the first things that I kind of noted, and I already kind of mentioned this, was that the first two episodes, well, I didn't mention this. The first two episodes are slammed, packed, like slam packed with story so much plot happens in just these first two episodes and for me it's a lot overwhelming I was gonna say it's not that bad no it's a lot overwhelming and it didn't feel that overwhelming until I was in episode two and I felt like the story had already kind of was hitting the head I was like oh my gosh okay mystery solved oh no what are we gonna do for the rest of the the 12 episodes of this drama well 10 episodes of this drama it felt like a lot was happening so fast. And I don't know if I really enjoyed that. I'm going to be 100% honest. As much as I think I liked everything that was happening, as far as the plot development and what was show, what was happening, what we were experiencing in the first two episodes, I'm not sure I enjoyed how fast it came at me um, and how fast it all happened. Yes, this drama just to point out, is 12 episodes. And just as you know, I'm always shouting at the screen, make sure you're planning appropriately when you're telling your story, you're writing your drama, that you have the time allotted. Okay. If you need 12 episodes, make sure your story fit in those 12 episodes. (laughs) If you need 50 episodes, make sure your story is going to fit in those 50 episodes. Spread it out. Make sure you got enough of story to tell. You know, I am standing by that now that I feel like there's a lot of variation in the length of dramas. This is not something that it was, really was like in yesteryear of K-drama land where, you know, you got your 16 and you got your 20 and then you had your kind of 50, you know, weekend um, dramas. So that was normal. Like we understood the stories that fit in those kind of structures. But now with the eight episodes and the 12 episodes and the 10, you know, I feel like our writers haven't really figured it all out sometimes. So I'm hoping that's not the case with, our 12 episodes here. I just, I do trust our writer, so I'm not too worried, but for the first two episodes, it was a lot. Um, and I can go through a little bit of the things that kind of all happened in the first two episodes. And even if I were to start listing them out, I think anyone who hadn't watched the drama would be like, okay, so that's that the 12 episodes? Like, no, that was just episodes one and two. So I was a little taken aback by that. And I think that was one of my first kind of qualms with the drama. The second qualm I had was the kind of setup with them putting the the two sisters kind of very front and center and our younger sister kind of still not getting that much from her just yet. Of course, that's not that bad. That was not that bad at all. I just wish I had seen a little bit more from her because it felt like with this the two older sisters they were just basically kind of swapping scenes it would be like okay eldest sister scene 
middle sister state, elder sister state, middle sister state. And their stories were just going continuously back and forth. And then and, and episode one, we get a splash of the youngest. Then the same thing with the, the second episode, rotating between our two elder sisters and then a splash of the youngest. And again, their stories are all connected, right? So they're all de- basically gonna, like I said, meet in the middle with what they're individually dealing with currently. But I did still feel like they could have give gave us a little bit more of um, a back and forth, I guess you would say, between the um, the sister stories as far as all three of them and not just rotating between the two. Because um, I think, yes, the main the main kind of setup was important to set it up with the two eldest, obviously. But I think there's a lot going on with that little, our, our youngest, <laughs> that we need to unpack as well. And of course, we're going to get to that in the next episodes. But I just thought, you know, I would have liked to see a little bit more from her up front and then move on to maybe more of her story in the next episode. But not a big qualm, not a problem, seriously, not at all. Um, but tying back to the a lot of things happening <laughs> in the drama, even with a lot of those things happening, the setup for characters, like they have set up our eldest in Jew and our middle beautifully in Kyung beautifully even in hey though we don't get much of her story these first two episodes you still kind of get what's going on in her world and kind of where her head is but not completely um but definitely in Kyung and in Ju I think the way they have written those characters and put them front and center and kind of laid out all this happening to them in just the two episodes it really does set up their characters beautifully um yes I still feel like it was a lot happening in the first few episodes but all those things happened really did kind of position how we should be viewing our characters and and how they are reacting to these situations that they've been put into so 10 out of 10 for character development and setup right off the bat 10 out of 10 you know i love me some good characters so ah love it and the thing about that i think that i also think is interesting is that this doesn't I feel like with, I was going to, I was going to bring up the original source material and I told you I wasn't. So let me not bring up the original source material. But what I'm basically going to say is that this story is feeling very um, plot driven, surprisingly. And I thought, of course, this would be very much more um, kind of, (laughs) I, I, at least I thought it was going to be a little bit more character driven where we got a little bit more slice of life everyday happenings with these sisters but instead it is these sisters enthralled in this major kind of um mystery this major case that is developing and it's a lot happening in that case and there's a lot of moving pieces and a lot of different characters to play and i I'm, I'm, I'm a little excited about that because again, I think that only works and I'm only big fans of a plot driven story when I know I have these strong characters that can support that. And I know from just thinking about that, Vincenzo is an example of that where there's a lot of plot. There's a, it's a plot driven story. There's a lot that's going on, a lot of happenings, but our lead character, he was set up so well to support that plot. And that is what I see already happening with the way we've set up or they've set up our um, our sisters. So super excited about that, which I didn't think I was going to be once I realized, like, where is this, this whole mystery? And oh, my goodness, this case, like, what is all this happening? Like, I was like, this might be a little bit much for me, but not at all. Not at all. 
Um, but something else I wanted to mention that I have to kind of rave about is the way this drama looks. When I tell you it's beautiful, it's beautiful. I don't know. I don't know if this is signature of our director or our writer or whoever, but it is so wonderfully shot. Like it's so beautiful to look at. Um, there are standout moments for me as far as, um, you know, cinematography and composition of scenes that I just don't think we've seen in a little while. And so mm, 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10. One of the um, scenes that I just think is so is an example of this, of what I love about the composition of scenes and cinematography in this drama is actually the scene with our middle sister, um, in, um, in Kyung, when she is eating dinner or maybe it was lunch or breakfast, she's eating with her great aunt or their great aunt. She is the one who used to live with their great aunt. And so she got to experience living life um, kind of as a rich person. Her great aunt is rich um, and she gets reconnected with her great aunt um, after her mother disappears on them. There's this scene um, of them basically sitting at this dinner table. And the composition of this is basically... And this is so funny to me. In the the scene, it's quite dim. It's quite dark for a kind of like breakfast. <laughs> They're eating like, you know, like I said, it's like an early morning, a kind of early like brunch type of thing. And it's light outside, like it's super sunny and bright outside. But in this scene, it looks like they're having dinner because it's so dim and it's so dark. And I just was kind of taken aback by that. Like, I was like, why does it look so dark in this scene? But then just kind of, like I said, looking at the composition, they're sitting at this long table and at both ends, they're facing each other at this table and they're both dressed um, in all black and their neck all the way covered up to their neck. Like one, they have to like have a turtleneck on or button up shirt, both of them. Um, and they're eating and they're talking exactly the same. They're mirroring each other at these ends of the table and you get to see how how much the middle sister is actually similar to her great aunt. And you can see, and it's very telling about their relationship and how she has been influenced by being raised by her great aunt for the years that she was. And so the way that a scene that was way that a visual kind of representation of this moment is set up to give us all that information without them having to tell that or have a character say that out loud is just perfection. Like that is like cinematography 101. That is storytelling 101. That is just magnifique. It's mind blowing how they set that up. Same thing happens in a scene with um, Inju, our oldest sister, when she, because mind you, this is a heavy first two episodes. There's a murder, there's mystery, there's suicide, there's, you know, money embezzlement. There's a lot going on. Um, and one of that, a lot of that is has to do with our oldest sister, Inju, who's friends with someone who ends up dead um, after it appears she has committed suicide because she's ran off with 70 billion won um, from the company that they both worked at as bookkeepers. <laughs> and I'm laughing, it's not funny, but that's, you know, kind of where this big case kind of comes from. And she's trying to uncover this case. And in the process of her kind of starting the starting looking into her friend's case, she ends up 
um, getting kind of like little things left behind for her from her friend. Um, And one of the things is that she gets a membership to this kind of very fancy place where she can like gym type spa place where she can go and practice yoga under her friend's name because her friend right before she died suspiciously you know surprisingly transfers this you know membership over to her and so she ends up going to this this fancy yoga studio place and she like you know meet you know the guy at the front desk and he tells her hey you know welcome you now that you're a member there's your locker you can go find your yoga gear there and and have a good time. So she, of course, is a little emotional because this is after her friend has passed and after she has been the one who had discovered her, her friend's dead body. She ends up going to this locker and opens the locker to see a little nice little yoga outfit, but also to find a huge bag. And in this huge bag, she immediately is falls to her knees it's nothing but money. It's tons of money. And a little letter from her friend, it lets her say, I, you know, I, you know, I hope you and your your sisters can can live in a nice apartment with beautiful windows. Cause that's something that she had Inju had expressed to her friend that she wanted for her and her family. So she is left with this locker full of all this money. And in that moment, when she's on her knees in tears, crying over this bag of money, which I was like, girl, watch your back, make sure nobody watching you. <laughs> But in that moment, she's crying over this bag of money. The locker, we get the shot from the locker. We get to see her, you know, from the behind crying into the locker. But then all of a sudden, our our, our visual changes to us being behind the locker as if we are inside the locker itself. And it's all black around the rest of the her one locker, which we see her crying in front of. And the rest of the screen is just black. So you see this salt, like this kind of like slim rectangular shot of just her in this locker crying over money. And she looks so lonely and looks like there's nothing no one else in the world knows what she's dealing with in this moment and I ate that up I was like this is beautiful this is beautiful and again it was another kind of example of showing us and not telling us what this character is experiencing in this moment um, of her discovering this money left behind from her dead friend that she's trying to figure out how and why she died, you know? Um, And also she has all this money all of a sudden, which she's never had before. And it's just there in front of her. um, And she doesn't even know what to do with it. You know, it just is a very lonely kind of place to be in um, for her mentally, you can tell. And they visually show us that. And it's just, Man, you think. Um, so again, those are they have a lot of those moments throughout the first two episodes that I immediately noted and was like, beautiful, 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 beautiful. And I am excited to keep watching this drama just for those moments, those scenes of just storytelling done just with the visual of a, a setup of a scene. And I was floored by that. Again, we got some good people in our back, you know, in our in on our back pockets here, our director and our writer. And I, again, am quite impressed already. <laughs> but but again, I do feel like out of what I liked most about it was definitely have to do with the characters that they set up. Um, I think they have done amazing job of that. My biggest qualm still is uh, the lot that happened. And like I said, I just want to kind of just list a couple different things here. Like, and, and, and if I'm wrong, let me know. But as far as I know, there's a lot of things happening. Like I said, there's 
you know, our, our oldest sibling has a friend who has been found dead by her and she doesn't know if it was suicide or murder. And in the process of her finding out if, if it was suicide or murder, she starts to see that this is a trend that happens to women who worked in this type of position in the past. And so she feels at some point that she's next only to reveal that she may be next, but she doesn't know who's really at the top of this. She thinks it's one person, i.e. her director at her job, only to find out that it's not because <laughs> he lets her know that and then something happens to him. Um, and so she finds that, you know, there's just something bigger piece going on. And you have her middle sister who is a drunk, who's an alcoholic, who gets let go um, temporarily from her job, who starts to work on a case that she was introduced to in the in her past when she was first starting out as a reporter. And now she's returning to it only to reveal that it is somehow connected to all these people mysteriously dying or, or committing suicide. And she is attaching that to a very wealthy, prominent person. And that is putting possibly her at risk as well. Then you have our youngest sibling who is, you know, just trying to make it and do the best she can as a teenage girl in high school who's a talented artist, you know, working for her friend and her friend's mother, painting for them, only for that to be revealed that she's doing so so that someone can pass her work off as their own so she can just get paid for that. And it's like, why is her, she feel the need to do that? Why can't she just put out her work for her, by herself? Why does she have to produce work for someone else? Or did she even agree to that? Is that something that happened behind the scenes that she wasn't aware of when she created the piece of art for her friend and her mother, her friend's mother? All of these things are happening and they're all tied to the same potentially same family. And so that is all set up in just two episodes. And when I tell you, it felt rushed as far as like the, because in two episodes, we get all the way to almost the end of what happened to her friend and how she ended up possibly being murdered instead of her committed suicide and what she was doing with that money that supposedly she embezzled and things like that. We haven't found the money yet, but you know, we get the reasons of to why she was doing what she was doing and what that looked like and the type of job she was really working and the kind of double life she was leading. We get all the way to almost the end of that. And I thought that was weird and surprising for just two episodes. I was like, oh, okay, are we almost done? Are we, we figured out the story or we figured out the mystery? But I guess we have to figure out how that all leads back to this kind of bigger figure that we technically haven't met yet or we don't know who that bigger figure is and the sisters are going to start to unearth that but I I still feel like that could have they could have stretched all that happened out in the first two episodes they could have stretched that a little bit more into the third um episode just to give me some breathing room I couldn't almost couldn't catch my breath watching these two episodes and I do feel like there were little moments in there because it felt a little rushed that they kind of would throw things in and then never come back to again. So for example, there's a setup in the beginning of for episode one that the younger sister has a birthday and the two older siblings give her will gift her money for her birthday to go on a uh, overseas field trip with her school. 
However, their mother runs off in the night with that money and, and never returns. And so the two older siblings feel horrible about this. And so they make it up in their mind to find ways to get that money back, um, you know, in other ways. So in the process of finding out what get money, her middle sister agrees to um, every weekend hang out with her great aunt, have lunch or breakfast with her. Um, I think it was breakfast. Yeah, have breakfast with her every weekend. And that's a way for her to get the money that she wants to give to her younger sibling for the field trip. But at some point, the younger sibling makes a decision that she's not going. And the eldest sister also comes up with money for that and she rejects that money. So the money that she needs, she needed, they no longer need for her, right? But the middle child, she still is going to these breakfast meetings with her aunt for that money, apparently. Cause she's like, oh, I will pay you that money if you agree to meet with me and things like that. So I was just interested into like, why does she continue to go to these little breakfast meetings with her great aunt that she apparently despises um, and does not enjoy being around only to for money that she ends up not needing for her younger sibling. I don't think they addressed that. <laughs> and if they did, I probably, I, well, then I missed it. But anyway, I didn't like little things like that where I'm like, it's because you are moving too fast. <laughs> You're moving a little too fast, a little too fast. But overall, I have to say, I loved the first two episodes as far as the setup. I mean, it could have slowed down, yes, but what they gave us in those first two episodes hooked me. I'm there for the mystery. I'm there for what's going on. I'm there for their characters already. I want to know how they end up changing um, given what they're about to get into as far as this kind of deeper um, kind of plot and mystery. I want to see how they change, Um, especially our eldest. She is hiding and sitting on money right now, like tons of money. She hasn't told her siblings about it. She's randomly spending it on things that you are like, why are you, you know, why why are you spending money on that? And so I want to see where she kind of takes that um, and what she really does with that money. And if she does anything with that money. Um, Another thing is I want to see what's going to happen with our friend. I mean, our middle sister and her alcoholism, because one of the things that her job told her is that, you know, in order to come back, you need to be working on treatment and getting better. But we haven't seen her yet do any treatment. Instead, she's been running around on this case that she, you know, should technically be taking a break from. So I'm interested to see where that goes. Like why, when is she ever going to address her alcoholism or is she just going to be magically okay and cured? You know what I mean? Like that's a plot that we need to, we need to follow up on, follow through on. And then of course our youngest sibling, I'm so concerned about her because I don't get to see her a lot. And so it's always like she's away and I'm like, what is she doing while she's away? And the moments we see her, she's always painting um, and she's, you know, she's hanging out with that friend that she's painting um, a portrait of that her friend ends up later winning award for as her own self-portrait, but that she painted, but whatever, that's beside the point. Um, Not beside the point, actually. The actress who's playing this um, rich, wealthy friend of the um, youngest sibling is Elia, I'm I'm sorry, (laughs) 
she played Elia in The Devil's Judge, and I missed her so much. I missed her so much. So I'm just happy to see her, even though, she, and she plays Rich really well, as you can see, but I'm very happy. And she's also in today's webtoon. If you're watching today's webtoon, I saw her and I was like, oh my gosh, she's not rich in today's webtoon. So it's nice to see her not be a kind of rich girl, but so excited to be seeing her so frequently on my screen because. I miss her. I miss her from Devil's Judge. But anywho, so like, you know, things like that are like, I want to know if they're going to, how they're going to follow through with some of those kind of moments. Um, and I'm excited about that. Like I, you, you got me. You, what else can I do? What else can I do? But, but follow through and finish this and see what else comes to be from the story. The only thing that got me a little bit kind of like, mm, is... I'm going to have to bring up the original story for this. As far as I can remember from Little Women, the book, um, there is a sister who is sick and she's sickly. And that's kind of one of the points of why they, you know, sisters have to come back into town and things like that. Um, And the other thing to note about that is that she ends up dying at some point in the story as like, and she's young. She's like, I want to say in her early 20s when she dies. And I saw in the preview for episode three, that our youngest sibling mentions that she, you know, she's looking at a piece of her work and then, right, you know, someone asking her like, oh, what happened? Like, why are you laying in the forest and this in this painting or this picture? And she's like, oh, it's not me. It's my sister dying. <sighs> and I was like, wait, what? Is that a part of this, this retelling of Little Women too? I thought they were going to spare me. I'm going to be honest, but I don't know. That could be the only thing that completely throws me off, but it would make sense in this kind of money hungry setting of this story for one of the sisters to just go full force like Inju and, you know, doing whatever she wants with that money because at the end of the day, she's not going to live, you know? So that could be something that makes sense in this story, the way that they set up them and how money is such a big kind of, how money can change people and how money can dictate how you, you know, live your life. So I'm interested to see if that's going to be what ties Inju into spending that money. (laughs) But I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it because I hope, I'm hoping that I, I read into that wrong. I read into that wrong. Uh, but yeah, another thing to point and highlight from the first two episodes is a cameo for from our Ben Shinzo himself. Yes, Junki makes a little cameo appearance and a little shoe shop, and he looks just as handsome as ever. And telling you, I missed his face. Oh my goodness, I missed his face on the screen. So I ate up that little cameo. I was like, what, 20 seconds? And I was like, mm beautiful so I love the cameo I love the cameo I loved it it was so quick so easy so simple wasn't doing much but it was just enough seeing his face him in a suit with his hairstyle it was giving me Vincenzo flashbacks and I loved it loved it to pieces loved it to pieces but yeah that was just another little little thing that I loved um and I want to say there's just more there's more there's there more that I love so basically if you can tell my first impressions is that I absolutely 
am suckered into this drama after the first two episodes. They threw so much at me in the beginning. However, all that they threw at me, I have now become invested in. So I have to keep watching to find out what happens. I also don't mind because it's 12 episodes. So I'm hoping that, you know, it it's it's it does what it needs to do in 12 episodes and you know it's and it's done but i am kind of kind of sold i'm kind of sold um right now and i'm already floored by the performances i am in love with our two um jihyun and goun being sisters and acting together on screen like them together on screen is not something I I didn't know I needed and I needed it I really really needed it and I'm enjoying it so much um and so many other performances um our our friend she is Jin Hui Young played by Chu Ja Hyun who is an amazing actress she was in one of my favorite dramas of this year Green Mother's Club and seeing her again I was like, ah, wonderful performance. Love her, love her, love her. Then you have um, Oh Jung Jung Se. He's playing the director Shin, or he played <laughs> director Shin. Um, and love his performances as always. But what creeped me out, and this is how I know I loved his performance, because he was creeping me out in this drama because he had like this weird thing about feet. I think he grew up, I think his backstory was like his father was like a, a you know, someone who made shoes and so that's how he grew up and he has a little thing about feet and he was always all over our injuries feet and it was it was making me so uncomfortable oh it was making me so uncomfortable so that was neither here nor there but it was a good performance because he was making me so uncomfortable um and then we have um Ha Jong-ho in this drama and he is um I'm sorry that's the character um and he's played by Kang Hoon and I'm enjoying seeing him because I um I feel like I I've seen him in a couple of different things recently and he seemed like he's just now kind of getting catching his speed as far as dramas go so it was nice to see him again um and he and his character he's you know tied to our middle sister and so we're going to see what happens with them. But you can tell he already has like a little crush. They grew up together when she was living at, you know, her aunt's house. So, you know, there's a little there's a little something there from his some history there. Um, and then you have um, our character Choi Dong-il, who's played by Weeha Jun. And he is tied to our elder sister. And he's the one who's also on the hunt for that missing money that her friend had embezzled. But they also kind of work together to kind of figure out what's going on with her with that case and kind of what happened to her friend but his main focus is still money at the end of the day so I'm wondering how their relationship is going to continue to, to kind of develop and if it's going to develop at all you know or is it going to continue to be something that where they work together and then they form something else or is it something where they're kind of at odds or if it's going to be nothing because they're going to end up trying to kill Inju off you know I don't know I don't know we'll see we'll see we'll see um but yeah overall so far I am just thoroughly impressed with this drama it has it has convinced me already to stick around I expect to continue watching this drama I'm a little nervous about if they try to make one of our sisters sick, that's my biggest worry. If you know me, you know, but it wouldn't surprise me at the same time. So I'm preparing myself, I'm bracing myself for that. Um, but in general, I'm very happy with the way they set this drama up so far. And I wonder 
if the momentum that they've already put forth in these first two episodes is going to die down at some point or if it's going to get even more convoluted and then we start to have some of those plot holes and kind of stop you know, stop following up on everything that we and all the nuggets that we put forth i'm interested to see you know how these 12 episodes play out because again they gave us a lot in just two episodes can they keep that or will they keep that momentum all the way through i don't know i'm interested to see do i trust our our writer and our director yeah i do i actually do really trust them so i'm fingers crossing i'm crossing my fingers hoping that they follow through all the way to the end without you know too much <laughs> too too much going awry because I think this is a good one and again it's just so visually beautiful to watch I am in love with the way that the scenes have been shot so far I love the aesthetics of like the coloring of the of the scenes as well there's something very dim and dark and like fall weather sweater weather vibes about this drama without it feeling cozy you know I feel like there's this this you know, when you think about things in the winter and fall, it's like sweater weather. It's like cozy vibes. This drama doesn't give you cozy vibes at all, but it does give you kind of that dim darkness that is associated with the fall and the winter. And I love that. I love the way that looks on screen. So just, it's a perfect drama to come out right around this time of year. I am looking forward to watching it I'm you know there I have some some things I'm worried about but I think I can I can let go of those worries and I'll see after episode three for sure if I'm okay or not (laughs) but we'll see we'll see but I definitely think this is one to watch I think this is one that everyone should check out I don't think it disappointed in these first two episodes a lot happened yes that could be a little overwhelming but I think they set it up enough to kind of slow it down and spread it out um and we should probably and hopefully be okay <laughs> with these next remaining episodes. But yeah, so that is my first impressions of Little Women. I really wish I could have did, like I said, um, like a, re- a chit recap chat for this, but it just was a lot. And I would have been talking for two hours and no one needs that ever. So I'm gonna let it go. <laughs> but I I really want to hear what you guys think about Little Women and kind of your first impressions. Um, and if you had any qualms or anything you were, you're worried about as far as this, this kind of short form drama um, and just overall thoughts, any of your first impressions, I would love to know. So you know where to find me. I'll leave a question for you in Spotify if you want to hit me up there. But also you can find me on Instagram at Lola Pops Off About K-Dramas and DMs and comments over there and we can chat and just kind of discuss but that is all for this episode I want to thank you so much for listening and whether you're listening in the morning or in the afternoon or the evening I hope you have a great day so everyone it's been real Lola's off